Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Minister, good afternoon. Welcome to Updated Noon. Good afternoon, Sakina. Long time. Okay. A very long Thank time, you. Minister. Good to speak to you. <laughs> So, Thank you. Minister, let's start by uh, telling us uh, what it is that uh, you are hoping to achieve with this uh, hospitality blitz, as it's been termed. Well, uh, the intention is to be able to enforce the rights of the workers to meet with the employers, look at where they are violating and uh, give them the notices to correct uh, the issues where there are violations so that when we come back, we hope that they've been able to um, correct all those. So our our approach is not for the first time a punitive approach. It's more of a corrective approach. But when we come back, do we expect that people would have complied with whatever we might have identified as as the violation. So it's more about enforcing the rights of the workers as per the basic conditions of employment. So, Minister, you were doing this, I believe uh, you started yesterday, and uh, this would be a week-long exercise where you're currently at. However, is this not meant to be ongoing practice within your department, whereby inspectors need to check on all of these uh, on a regular basis? It, it didn't start only yesterday. We're moving from province to province. I can just give examples that uh, we did that uh, in KZN uh, in 2020, but we're disturbed by the COVID. But we were forced that our inspectors, in order to ensure that uh, there's compliance and uh, by the various uh, companies to to do what we called the protocols of COVID, we had to try on the places which were open. But last year, we had the very same blitz we're talking about. And this is not for the first time we have this blitz. We call this a mega blitz because we call even inspectors from other provinces to come and help. And so that when we get into that industry, we're able to make a very big, big, big impact. So last year we did it, we've done it in the Eastern Cape, and at the beginning of this year, in the first week of January, we're already doing it, we're at the ZZ2 in, in, in Limpopo, so it's a continuous program, which is even going into the other province, which has gone, started in other provinces. Mm. So what happens outside of this period of the mega blitz? Well, uh, the inspect- inspectors in that particular province continue with the with the uh, the inspections. These these major blitz or mega blitz are just to concentrate in a particular area. However, inspections will continue normally by our inspection unit in the various uh, uh, in the various areas or in the various. Uh, uh, companies where there might be complaints and so on. And I, I want to emphasize, I'm saying in the areas where there might be complaints because um, you're talking about more than uh, 2 million employers and you're talking about inspectors around 2,000. So we cannot be everywhere unless we have a, a targeted a, a targeted approach. But the unions and, and I would say the corporate employers who are cooperating with us um, are supposed to be our eyes and ears. And unions play, those shop stewards on the shop floor, play a very, very important role to interact with us whenever there are violations. We can't do it alone. 
So what have you observed so far, Minister, especially with uh, regard to employment conditions? Um, what have you observed? Well, uh, the, the, the issues which have come up very strongly here um, in, 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 in the Western Cape thus far, are issues like the non-payment of overtime. It's coming very, very strongly from the side of the workers. Uh, some who are not sticking to the minimum wage. And the uh, issue of not being fully compliant with the OHS uh, COVID, COVID pro- protocols. And uh, the non uh, or what I would call people who are not contributing the, on the UIF and, and the compensation fund. So we think that these are the very, very critical issues, and uh, we are engaging the employers in relation to those particular areas. So are there any repeat offenders as far as uh, you've established in um, the two days in the Western Cape so far? Um, have you come across any with regard to the issues that you've just mentioned, whether it's a non-payment of UIF or um, conditions of employment, anything? Well, the, the, the officials at the end of this particular visit, we only started yesterday, are going to put a report together, look into those issues of the offenders or repeating offenders. And then uh, we say here, we give a warning here, we have to prosecute. Um, and our prosecution is in two areas. We can do it by internally by referring it to the CCMA on what we see as the easier ones. It's very quick and so on. For instance, if you're talking about minimum wage, we refer that to the CCMA. But if you're talking about criminal things, because sometimes we deal with very brutal employers, especially in the farms, who, who can even brutalize the, the, the workers, we refer those to, to the police, the NPA, to deal with those because those become a, a criminal. So we will be able to assess at the end of the inspection when I get a full report together with the Inspector General and uh, say which ones are we going to be uh, referring to those. Some of them are very minor, Sakina. It's the people whom we have to remind them what the law says. And we give them a, 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 a time frame within which uh, to correct those. Sometimes we give them 60 days or whatever, and then we come back and say, have you implemented this? We'll be able to see from those reports, those who are repeating our, what you call, of offenders. Minister, as you are well aware, there are South Africans, uh, many of them, who have been complaining about uh, not having employment opportunities and having some employment opportunities that they believe should be given to South Africans uh, being snatched away by foreign nationals. So let's talk about that situation. Uh, you uh, condemned uh, what was done by uh, EFF leader Julius Malema last week. A uh, similar thing was done by uh, the Patriotic Ali- uh, Alliance leader Gayton McKenzie the week before. So let's talk about what they have done in response to what people have been saying on uh, various platforms and uh, your condemnation of that action. Sakina, the, the, the issue of unemployment and we've seen the statistics of of the last quarter. It's a very serious matter in the country, and we understand the frustration of our people. And it's worse when um, we have employers 
who tend to prefer to employ the foreign nationals in a number of industries. You talk even in the industry we are focusing in here, the hospitality, the restaurants. You also talk um, the area of the security, which sometimes can even compromise the security of this country. Highly trained people carrying guns who are there in that sector, some of them without the proper documents. We we, we, we are seeing it in, in agriculture. We are seeing it even in the retail and so on. So we understand. And here we are talking about semi-skilled people, not highly skilled people. We understand the frustrations of our people, but I think what we are saying is that people have the rights and we have to respect the Constitution. Whilst we have those frustrations, we need to respect the international obligations we are part of. We need to respect the Constitution of the country in terms of the Bill of Rights, which also protects some of those legal and even illegal uh, migrants who are here in the country. But what we are condemning um, with these two political parties is that in terms of section 64 up to 66 of the basic conditions of employment that gives the, 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 the minister the right of, to, of delegation who has the right uh, authority to, to do the inspection to those delegated people and uh, unfortunately and even the procedure and processes or protocols which have to be followed, issues which must be inspected. A person cannot just rock up in an employment place and disrupt the production in that particular place and say, I've come to inspect. Um, it's wrong. It's totally wrong. And it must be condemned. That's why I am taking this matter to the Parliamentary Committee on, on Employment and Labor. Mm. to be able to sensitize the politicians. Yes, they have a right to check what's going on in their constituencies. How they have to do it, we have to deal with that with that particular matter. But the issue of the labor migration, we are dealing with it within the constitutional mandate by coming up with a policy on labor migration, and uh, which is going to lead to some amendments on the employment acts. Minister, some would say the condition, the the situation rather, is out of control. Not only the situation that you refer to with political party leaders uh, going on inspection drives themselves, but we've seen for years now the truck driver situation where uh, we have our national highways being brought to standstill um, for more than you know a few hours at a time and all of this uh, because people are complaining once again about uh, the hiring of uh, foreign nationals for uh, as truck drivers as opposed to employing locals what has your department done about that, especially given that, as I say, this is not a 2021-22 situation. This has been coming on for a number of years. We have a forum with the, with the truck drivers, which involves uh, four departments. Our department, the Department of uh, Home Affairs, Transport and even the police. We've looked into into all the issues which they are raising. And uh, that forum, even when I came, it was already there. We're looking at the various complaints and so on. And we've been able to categorize the issues there. Most of the issues which are they are raising are what I would call the conditions of service, which belong to the bargaining uh, sphere. But the consistent issue is that we must do away with the foreigners. We have been able to say to them, 
to do that, we have to come up with this policy we are talking about, which we are going to release, I guess, now in February. Cabinet will have to look at that document and approve it. And then we allow for public comment because it's, it's, it's a public issue. And then after that, we go into Parliament and uh, make some amendments. Already this also goes with what we call the critical uh, uh, skills list, which is um, has been finalised in, in Nedlec recently, and then uh, Minister Zimandi is supposed to gazette that. All those will be released to say which skills can we prioritise to bring into into our country, which uh, industries are we going to be able to put quotas? Because according to the constitution, we won't totally ban people coming from outside not to be employed in this country. So we will have to put quotas. But first things first, it means we have to amend uh, the legislation of this country. And remember. This constitution protects South African citizens and uh, non-nationals. And that's the constitution of South Africa in terms, in terms of the Bill of Rights, including the right to work, by the way. It's, it's there. We've signed a number of these international conventions at the UN, at the ILO, which are binding us as, as a country. Therefore, whilst we're dealing with this issue of high unemployment, we need to take a balanced approach and to not become, in one way or another, xenophobic because it can it can even lead into that. So there's a lot which is going on in this particular area to try and regulate the space. In other countries, it's already regulated. In Botswana, it's regulated. In Zimbabwe, you talk Kenya, you talk Nigeria, Ghana, it's already regulated that something which can be done by a national or a citizen of that country cannot be done by somebody outside. But with us, it's different because of our constitution, which has the Bill of Rights. It's not as easy as that. So we have to also respect that. We've put teams of um, labor lawyers, uh, constitutional experts, and uh, ILO experts mm. who are helping us to put this together so that we come up with something which is balanced. But if I listen to you carefully, Minister, are you saying that the constitution, therefore, um, precludes South Africa and the South African government from actually putting its citizens first, as it were, to um, uh, you know borrow a phrase. Because what about coming up with legislation that offers some sort of protection? Because all countries have that. Uh, surely you can ring fence certain industries. Why haven't the South African government come up with that, especially when it comes to semi-skilled uh, labor in this country that's what we are exactly doing with this policy which we are talking about we are going to be able to identify certain industries i've already told you agriculture we're talking about security we're talking about uh, the very hospitality and uh, the cleaning industry we are seeing this thing which is happening and even in the domestic work so it's 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 we are going to be able to identify we've already identified by the way those industries you'll see when we release that particular domain that's where we are moving but mm. what we are saying we're not saying South Africa doesn't have a national interest. We must define our national interest properly, but we must remember there is a constitution which gives the right, including the right to work to the foreigners. It's there in the in in our own uh, what we call constitution. But the issue here, you know, about a number of uh, legislations, uh, Sakina, which have been put by 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 Parliament. 
but they were thrown out by the constitutional court. So we have to navigate that properly. We don't just do it for the sake of doing it because it's going to be thrown out. There are already um, human rights organizations and lawyers who are saying, where is this thing? Who are waiting? Who are fighting for, 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 for the, 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 the foreign nationals to say, no, 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 these people have a right and so on. So a balancing act and a proper document, uh, which takes into consideration all the concerns, it's going to be very important. And remember the South African constitution, it's totally different from the other countries in, 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 in this continent. That's why many people say we are a rights-based uh, a, a democracy. So you can't be able to throw those rights away, but you can neglect the concerns of, 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 of the South Africans. Final question from Hakuna Matata says, Minister, um, asking me, but I'm going to put it to you because you're the minister, uh, Mr. Nglesi. Um, he asks, does the international conventions that we have ratified, do they bind us as a nation to employ illegal immigrants over South African nationals? Once adopted by parliament, they are going to bind us. And let me give you an example here. You know about many cases which were lost by our own home affairs uh, department when they they had discovered illegal people and they are trying to deport them. It's not as easy as that. So because once they are already inside, they have certain rights. Uh, even if they've crossed the borders legally or illegally, but once they are inside, they enjoy certain rights here in, 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 in our own country. So that's why I'm saying it's a complex matter which must take into consideration all those areas. First things first, how do we ensure that we close our porous borders? People do not just come in and out as they wish. And Minister Amtualet is dealing with the issue of the border management uh, agency. It's already appointed people at the top. They are putting the structures together with the SARS, with the, with the police, and so on and so on. And uh, the border management, we must control the movement in and out of our country, not a free-for-all. Whilst we're dealing with this, and I'm de- leading this with Minister Mutualedi, the issue of home affairs, the issue of, 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 of putting the quotas and coming, coming with this labor migration, and out of that we put quotas uh, in certain industries to protect uh, this thing. Hence, I was also referring to the issue of the critical skills. What critical skills will we allow in the country uh, which we are running short of and then semi-skilled work we say it must be done by the nationals but a controlled one you can't ban them all the lawyers have told us you won't be able to do that we'll have to leave it there for today thanks so much for your time uh, employment and labor minister uh, tulas Nglesi speaking to us there sakina kamwendo on safm